Hi guys, so welcome to episode three of the White Shark Interest podcast. I'm Ricardo Lacombe, I'm one of the admins on the group, and today we are joined once again by our founder, Dirk Schmidt. Good day to you all. And fellow admin, Javier Rios. Good morning, everybody. And for the first time, we are joined by our very own Melissa Michelson. Hi, guys. White Shark Interest Group, if you're not a member already, we are the largest White Shark-specific group on Facebook, currently clocking in at about 43,000 members. So if you're not already a member and you want to join, head over to Facebook and check out the White Shark Interest Group. For all those who do, I want to give a couple of shout-outs to some of the members. Thank you so much for your positive feedback. Wonderful to hear from you guys. Uh, And Adele Danvers, if we can all have a very quiet moment because she listens to this podcast in a relaxation studio. So we're going to be nice and quiet and let her have two minutes relaxation before we start shouting about sharks. So today we want to have a discussion around very hot topic, touching sharks, interfering with sharks, social media, celebrities who maybe get close to sharks. And I think we all generally know who we talk about. So Melissa, this is something you suggested. I just wondered why you thought this was a This was a good topic to get into. I guess because of all the chest beating I see and the attacks on other people for their opinions. And I kind of look at animal interactions kind of like we look at genres for music. You know, I think we all have our opinions and styles that we rotate towards. Not everyone is going to be everyone's cup of tea. And that doesn't mean that because I don't think it's appropriate for Ocean Ramsey to hitch a ride on a shark. It doesn't mean that I don't see her value in shark advocacy and conservation or the fact that she brings a lot of attention to these animals animals and so on and so forth. But I think people have to remember she also is working towards getting attention for herself. She does promote herself. This is what she does. She's well aware that when she puts these photos up that it's going to spur debate and conversation. I guess my thing is, um, I don't know why it always has to be, if I don't appreciate it, I'm jealous. I, I just don't see that as the response to it. When I when I go to the reservoir across the street, um, I'm not going to hook onto a turtle or touch on animals that I don't necessarily have to touch on or impede on their personal space. If we see people hitching rides on whale sharks, you'll see the whole internet light up on how disrespectful that is. Or if we were to hitch rides on pilot whales or, or any of those animals, just because the white shark is a large animal and it's dynamic and it has the choice to swim away and everything, it doesn't mean it's okay to interfere with its personal space, in my opinion. And that's not a bearing on Ocean Ramsey as a human being. And it's just not my forte. I see it as a little invasive. So what what did you mentioned like they're whale sharks and and like you say you see anybody sees anybody grabbing on whale sharks and she rides everybody does complain so what's the difference why does Ocean Ramsey in particular garner so much fan base when she's doing things that you would normally be bothered about and concerned about well if it was any other animal I think people would see it in a different light personally I feel these animals deserve the same respect as any other animal, as any other marine mammal, as as any animal walking this earth. I just, I, I have a thing about authenticity with interactions. And it, it's not a personal thing. Like I said, I don't think 
Ocean Ramsey is injuring any animals or hurting conservation per se. I do think this is her job to promote herself and also promote the animal at the same time. And I'm sure she's got a warm heart and she's a wonderful person. But the whole incident in Guad, that was it for me. I have a thing about as an advocate, you know, we advocate for protection for these animals. With the whole GoPro stunt in Guadalupe, it kind of changed my view of things. When I see an advocate breaking the laws that are put in place for these animals that we're working hard to protect, I, I see that as a problem. To mm-hmm. me, it's no different than a fisherman breaking the laws that are set in place. Sure. There's a reason for these laws. And if we as advocates can't respect them, who are we to be arguing for them? That's where I kind of get a little iffy on where people's hearts are in the moment. Is what a yeah. GoPro publicity stunt or was it really an authentic encounter? D- Dirk, if I could maybe ask you, because obviously you you photograph sharks, sure. you photograph them, you know, above water and below. Do, do you think there's a, a line that gets crossed there between observing as a photographer and then actually getting involved and touching? Well, I see it as two aspects. The one aspect is that a swimming with a white shark outside the cage was, you know, a couple of years back, it was a big, big thing to do. And kind of like, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, that's kind of calmed down and I'm very happy about it because you know, we are putting ourselves in danger. So in a way, but it also showed that the white shark is not that indiscriminate, you know, man-eating, killing machine that, you know, you're out of a cage is going to devour you straight away. You know, we've crossed that bridge and we've brought that education to, to the public. Whereas touching sharks, I'm, I'm, I'm not really... How can I say? I'm not really a fan of that. I'm not. I wouldn't really support it, especially uh, these large sharks. I think it's great if you can be out there and take some pictures, maybe swim next to it in terms of just for a size comparison. If you so feel like doing it, and you're experienced enough to do it safely, as per se as actually touching or riding a shark or hanging on a fin and so forth, I'm not. Uh, um, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't condone that as, as a good practice or a safe practice at all because. Why? Why would you say well, that? Well, these sharks, you know, we, we've seen them out and how fast they can turn. I mean, a large shark like that, as big, big as they are, I mean, like deep blue and those, you know, big, big, great whites, their size belies their speed. And we've seen it in Guadalupe where we've had these huge sharks as well, and they literally turn on a dime. So if that shark actually wants to get to you and wants to actually has a bad day and you're irritating it and you know, there's nothing stopping it and actually, you know, attacking you. And then the negative outfall from that in terms of like shark attacks diver and you see all the headlines and so forth, you know, it's just not worth it. I also mm-hmm. believe it's disrespectful. I mean, you know, you wouldn't go walking in the Serengeti and pull a line or sit on a line, ride a line by, you know, on its mane and, and you know, say, hey, Ryan, let's go for a ride through the Serengeti. I mean, you wouldn't do that. No. And at the same point, I mean, that's, you know, we know that's dangerous. You know, you're probably going to get eaten. But yet, we, yet it seems to be a case to it for sharks because we kind of like brought sharks to a point now that we believe that they are not going to harm us and not going to hurt us. And, and my greatest fear is that you'll get some inexperienced person to go out and go and do it. They'll pressure a shark into a corner and they'll make it uncomfortable. They're going to get bitten and might even get killed. And then what? We have a negative out- outlook to, you know, to, to deal with it. And I just believe, like just like Melissa does, we've got to respect the animal too. It's space, and it's it's you know it's right to be there. Sure, we can share this the water the water space with it, and we can take pictures of it. And but I believe you shouldn't be actually so close that you can ride or touch a shark. I'm I'm not a I'm, I certainly wouldn't condone that. Yeah, aren't these animals dynamic enough all by themselves? I, I mean, do they really need people hanging on them to catch the attention? I, I I've always loved seeing these at, these animals in their natural 
element. I I think there's something to that authenticity of seeing the animal in its natural element. And the comparison photos are great, but you can get those comparison size photos of a human next to a white shark without having to tag along on it. But the comparison stuff, though, I mean, there's so many people I know still, you still see this comment on the group crop up where people will say, oh, it's my it's my dream to go free diving. I want to yeah. get out of the cage. Guys, does anybody know where I can do it outside? Oh, yeah, the cage? I know where you can do it. You could come here to the Northwest Atlantic. Nobody's stopping you. No OK, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be the same as swimming with a Pacific white shark. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. that's that's been, I guess you could say, um, condition it's worked with the cages and and so on and so forth and we all saw what happened to that young sub-adult male in guadalupe last season where uh he seemed to get turned on by the diver and went right for the cage and corkscrewed himself in there and that's how quick these animals make that decision he saw something that caught his attention and within seconds he was on it i can't imagine what that would be like if that diver wasn't in a cage at that time it would have been fatal yeah and i would never want to see anybody hurt in one of these situations i i just like i said i feel like they deserve the same respect as we give our sea turtles Mm -hmm. our marine mammals i mean isn't that what we all really want in the end like you said, there's a huge difference with a white shark because people get so excited about it, you know, mm-hmm. because it's such a, it's got that reputation. For all the argument that says a picture of, say, Ocean Ramsey, and it's interesting, by the way, that no one seems to ever bring up people like Andre Hartman. It's always Ocean Ramsey because she's a, a modern publicity seeking, rightly or wrongly. Uh, she, you know, she does it for, for social media posts and for attention. Now, the argument is by her being next to a shark, grabbing on its fin, showing that it's not attacking her, that that actually is a conservation message because that shows you that these sharks are not killers. So that's the argument you will hear. But having said that, I've yet to see anybody outside of like people like our group and people who are into sharks mm-hmm. already to see a picture of Ocean Ramsey with a white shark and say anything other than, is she absolutely effing crazy? Is she mad? You know, it's it still doesn't, in a picture, it's striking. Wow, look at this person next to this white shark. I've not heard that get across the message instantly in a photo. Wow, I was wrong about white sharks. It, you know, I don't I don't hear that. I've experienced that with people thinking, you know, we're out of our mind. We're shark huggers, you know, the whole liberal type attitude towards it as if we don't have a realistic view of the animals. But does anyone ever look at these photographs of Ocean Ramsey and a white shark while she's riding it, actually touching it and say to herself, uh, themselves, I was wrong about sharks. They're obviously not killers. Or do they still say, whoa, crazy, you know, you must be mad. You see both. Yeah, it's a mix of reactions. Obviously, uh, you see people saying, "Wow!" If you if you're smart enough to to realize that, if somebody swims with a white shark outside a cage, and obviously we discussed this in the last two episodes about how we come a long way with sharks' reputation, right? So again, Melissa mentioned it. We all mention it in the group all the time. Obviously, sharks are not the the, the you know the bloodless killers that we used to all think when we were little, right? So yeah, of course, it's going to be mixed reactions because you're going to have the people that are saying, well, if that shark bites her, then it's on the shark, right? Then the people tend to start, turn, the attention goes back to negative again, like, well, but then again, people don't think that the reason that that shark got put in that position is because the person doing the dive are maybe not respecting the space. My opinion is that there's always, you could keep distance and promote uh, advocacy for sharks without having to get so close. And that goes to every single species in the planet. 
not only sharks. Exactly. We don't need to infringe into their world that much because that's why sometimes when you see documentaries outside shark or people spending months, months in, in the Arctic or in the jungles, but to take a freaking little picture or of a, of a little mouse coming out of the cave or a little hole in the, in the ground. And that person is far away, but they're using this, obviously, technology, the lenses and all that. So mm-hmm. oh, you don't need to get that close. It's like the safari example. You're, you go in a safari, you're close to lions, close to uh, cheetahs, close to leopards, uh, elephants, rhinos, a- every animal that you could imagine in, the, in Africa. And people are in the safety of the cars, right? That's why they invent that. So you could get close to the action without having to be so intrusive. It, we're all going to be intrusive at some point because now we wouldn't go in the ocean. We've been intrusive. We're going to a, 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 a place that is not ours. We're going in there to to enjoy it. But we got to respect it. That That's not our space. That we have to respect the animals and respect not only swimming with them or you know doing cage diving. It's respecting the, their space. And and don't you don't because that becomes on us. Then we're greedy. We're the ones that we want the attention. And it's not only on Ocean Ramsey. I mean, I don't want to be kept beating that dead horse because I, I you know I really again like Melissa said, she brings good things for shark. Like and like I said, any positive things our shark is always going to be great. But you got to recognize that some of the things that people do with sharks, like when they do use them as props, that they put they put them in 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 ti. And they put them in, the, in the, they put them in their hands as lifting them like a like a you know like balancing in their hand. I don't like no no. Mm. I don't care if you're Andrew Harmon. I don't care if you're any any expert, any scientist. I respect all of them. I don't care if you're a woman, you're a man, you're fat, you're skinny, you're beautiful, you're ugly. Just stay away from touching sharks. I do agree that the, the touching and the, you know, pushing against the nose is, for me, I think it's absolutely ridiculously out of hand. There's, there's so many egos who do cage diving operations who, why why are they touching that shark? Why are they opening their mouth? Is it for the shark's benefit in any way? Is that for the shark or is that for their own personal image, their ego, their business, whatever that is, to please the guest, get the photo? I don't see that that's for sharks in any way, shape, or form. If the worst happened, if there's any individual out there, whether that's Osher Amzerian, who's doing one of these photo shoots where, fine, the shark's just eaten and they're in the water and they think it's a controlled, as much as you can control that situation, and the worst happens and that shark turns and there's an incident, what what do you think the, the aftermath of that would be for the shark community? I think you'd have two camps on that. You know, you'd have those that say, well, you know, it was it was just in, in the waiting. You know, it's an incident waiting to happen. And then the other side would say, you know, it's a bloodthirsty killer. It couldn't just couldn't wait to, to devour her, uh, you know, or anybody. Uh, but to that point, I just want to just quickly bring back on to Andre Hartman touching sharks and and. Uh, sure. ruts and, and so forth you I mean those early days these guys were pioneers you know when we first got out with white sharks we thought these we we, we all had the same impression of, of them and like they were monsters and they're going to kill you and so forth these guys went out and they risked their limbs and life to disprove common perception uh yes they could they, they're right they're right and i don't think they would do it today i mean i haven't seen uh, uh michael rutson or hartman doing it again uh but in those early days it, no. it was something different. It was like, you know, geez, look what would, look what we could do. Now it's become like more like a, I hate to just say, like a fashionable thing to do. 
Yeah. And um, and that's what I have a problem with. You know, if you are a pioneer and you go out there and you experiment and you literally put your own life at risk, that I can support because, you know, we're learning from those experiences and we have learned. And since then, I mean, we've really, really demystified a lot of the behaviors of a great white shark, uh, especially around humans. If it happened then and, and, and Andre or Michael got bitten, that would have been say, well, you know, you were crazy going out in the first place. Now, having having it, you know, somebody gets bitten now, we still are going to have a negative, you know, lash uh, 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 feedback on that. And that's obviously, a, a, a constant concern. And I still, to this day, believe that it's an accident waiting to happen. Uh, they, you'll get into the water with a wrong shark, or there's another shark in the area that you haven't seen. It's down below somewhere, or it's just out of range. Things can change very, very quickly. You know, you've seen out in the island as well, and you know you'll have a a, a shark that's you know as a player it hangs around, and it's a really great photographic shark, and all of a sudden disappears. Yeah. A few minutes later, you get this really aggressive shark that's coming up. You know, it's like biting everything, it's biting the boat, it's biting the props, it's trying to bite your camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, those are sharks you, that you definitely can't be in the water with. Now you don't know that. You know, every time you jump into the water, you don't know what's out there. You know, you, you you're risking that, and if you're putting yourself in an environment purposely uh sure there was a whale carcass around and the sharks were probably well fed and the situation was fairly controlled but you just never know you know uh, sharks can become territorial as well they all of a sudden you know feel that they're crowded or you're crowding their space all those things can happen and and we do not understand exactly what goes on in their minds where are their triggers and you know what will trigger them and well unfortunately i believe that one day somebody will find out and and uh, you know i don't think it'll be a happy a happy ending well, that's my concern with when they do find out. If it's done as photographic stunts and publicity stunts, all cameras will be on it. And I think that will be horrendous. It'll be horrendous footage. Could you imagine if something did go wrong in an incident with one of these animals with Ocean Ramsey? Could you imagine how the public would perceive watching a 110-pound young lady attack? It, it'll, it'll be viral in seconds. And we saw with the, the two incidents in the last couple of years in, in Guadalupe with the sharks in cages, yeah. as much as operators in the area try and suppress that and don't talk about it and don't answer questions and don't get involved with it, that footage still comes out. Someone's got a phone, someone's filming it. That footage will come out and it'll be viral in, in seconds. And And it'll get in the wrong hands, just like the incident in Guadalupe when it came out. You know, if that incident had been dealt with immediately, um, I think people might have had a different view. But the fact that it was being brushed under a rug and being put aside and that you had people saying there had been other incidents that were hidden in Guadalupe, it just makes my cackles go up. It's an upsetting sight. For me, it's a personal choice of, I guess, the type of photographer I like to follow. You can see Christine Zanato does beautiful work with animals. It's very, very, very natural. You have Ken Kiefer and his wife, Kimber, who come out with stunning imagery. Oh, Andy Murch. Yes. You you have so many incidents where the respect is given to the animals and you still get the same message. And the photography is stunning. It's just not worth taking the chance and it being on film. It will set us back. Even though we get a lot of oohs and ahs with the photography and everything else, I'm not sure how many of those oohs and ahs actually get public comments put into policy. You know, how far do the oohs and ahs on Facebook actually go 
when it comes into forwarding policy for these animals and actually working towards their protection. A lot of these Facebook shark followers don't really go much further than the photograph. And and that's the thing. So when you say, oh, yes, this person's bringing attention and bringing awareness and everything else, how far does that awareness really go? How many of these people are following policies in South Africa? How many people are following policies in the Northwest Atlantic right now with the commercial fishing of these animals and, and so on and so forth? I personally don't see it. Uh, a lot of times when I'm putting comments into public comment periods here in New Jersey or in the Northwest Atlantic and Gulf area, you rarely see advocates on there taking part in those public comment periods that pertain to policy on how many sharks these commercial fishermen can take or what type of gear they're going to be allowed to use. And I'm not sure how much it really does help in the end. Oohs and ahs are not going to save the animal. When I go to make a public comment period, I'm relying on research to back my comment as to why, you know, a certain animal might be more endangered than another. A picture of Ocean Ramsey hanging on a white shark is not going to save that white shark's ass when it comes to policy and government. I agree. I agree. For me, that's what it comes down to. I mean, the the, pho- the photographs are stunning. That doesn't excuse riding the animal. That impression of her is often what gets thrown out straight away. Oh, you're only criticising because you're either jealous or because she's a young female and why you're not saying the same thing about people like Andre Hartman. Exactly. You know, back in the day. Uh, and and, and it, is, it is an image. It is an image. And she, there's no, I don't think anyone could ever question that, that an individual like Ocean Ramsey does not have a passion and love for sharks. I don't think that's even a question. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm going back to that to that article that brought up all these uh, heated arguments the other day. A lot of people miss that what the article was about. For anybody who's not who's not seen that, by the way, if you if you're on the group, you might have seen this. Uh, it, it was a particular article. And it wasn't specifically about Ocean Ramsey, but obviously she was featured in it and it just was on the same topic. And I understand that maybe it's not a perfect article, but you know what? It was a very good article. That's why I left it. That's what people say. Why you leave that article on? Don't tell me you got to do my job in our page. And what happened is that the article was about infringing, infringing in their life. It's too much photographers, people. Of course, they put their picture on the cover of the article. Obviously, it's going to bring the attention. It's the click. So you could click on the article. Fine. Perfect. But people need to be a little more responsible about read the article, take the good things. And, and if you want to criticize some parts of it, fine. We, that's what we, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but don't become uh, annoying to the point that now you can, that you start uh, insulting people or, or demeaning people or, or just harassing people. And, and because then mm. people don't want to comment. They don't want to uh, put out questions out there. They don't want to get involved because they're afraid that it comes to know-it-alls the people that think know it all. And those are the people that put a bad name on groups like we have, because then, oh, you don't want to go into that page because they, look what happens after one article. And then you go into the article, you read it and you go, wow, that's a pretty good article. And of course you're going to bring Ocean Ramsey because she's the, the recent incidents in Guadalupe. So obviously that that's a very fresh thing for people. So people right away go, oh no, because of, they go to the Barbie, I go to this. They don't need to insult her. Exactly. Yeah. Whoever's insult, I'm, the, I'm the first one that, that defends any kind of insults to, towards anybody. Even Chris Fisher, which I don't like, but I don't call him a, yeah, I call him a, a you know, a 
a glorified fisherman, but that's what he is. But I don't call him an a-hole. People need to be responsible and read the article and not go just by the headline or by the picture. Well, it's the picture that, that often captures. And I, I was going to ask Dirk, obviously, as a as a photographer of, of white sharks and some some stunning photography that you've done on white sharks, do you think there is like a, a desire and a need that people just want to push it further because they want to get an image that no one's seen? We have thousands of images of white sharks with their mouth open. Is it a desire by photographers, do you think, to push that further to get something I new? I think we're, we're off Hawaii, we Ocean Ramsey uh, uh, you know, met those huge white shark uh, females. I think it was a unique experience. To, until a few years ago, Deep Blue was the only big white shark that we ever knew about. Now we know at least three, four super or mega females. I think the opportunity to go and jump into the water with them, I think is very tempting. It's a great publicity stunt and it's a great you know way to draw attention to yourself. But uh, there's two factors to this. One is that what has it helped in terms of shock education or conservation and the second factor it really is yes it, it does give you a size perspective because if you just take a picture of that shock in the water without comparison or without any kind of a reference to it you don't really know you can't really see how really how seriously massive the shark is ocean Ramsey is probably the wrong person because she's, a, she's like slender and it kind of like gives you like an even bigger inflated uh, size proportion maybe besides that uh, I, don't, I see no benefit of jumping in the water with them, with them and uh, you know sure to get get some great f- photographs and there were actually if you actually look at some of the video clips there was a whole bunch of people uh, snorkeling yes mm-hmm. yeah. around as well which I think is extremely dangerous yeah. Paddling around, they're flippering around the, the, the surface, breaking the water, you know, drawing attention to themselves. I think one even had orange fins or something, or yellow fins yes. or something, like yum yum yellow or something like that. I just couldn't believe that uh, you know, experienced people would allow novices to be swimming around with their GoPro, taking some pictures and so forth. I mean, it's it's unnerving if a big white shark comes towards you and comes straight towards you and literally looks you in the eye. It's a different experience. Unless you've done it a few times, it's really unnerving. And and I could well see if one of those big sharks had actually swum towards um, some of these um, um, of the surf, surface snorkelers that they could have possibly panicked uh, and tried to swim away and, yeah. and create a really difficult uh, incidence to maintain to contain. So there's always dangers about about that, and I think it just gives the wrong impression sometimes that these sharks are harmless puppies and uh, you know we can cuddle up to them, we can swim next to them, we can stroke them, and all that. You've got to realize these are apex predators. These sharks can, can kill you and they can you know, potentially consume you. Not that you know, we're on their on the menu, but uh, you just never know. And uh, so I would just really, really, uh, you know, hurt caution above anything else. I just think it's great. You know, I'm glad that we, we, we saw these big females. I'm really excited that they're around. I think it's a completely different chapter in white shark uh, evolution and white shark uh, conservation to conserve these mega females, and we need to learn about them. But I think we also need to say, great, we've done this now. We need to step back. We need to re- protect this space and respect their space. And I don't want to see that every guy, you know, everybody who wants to have an ego from here to hell, or will take a picture of me with a great white shark swimming next to me. Uh, we're just asking for trouble. People still want to do that is what concerns me. You know, if you go cage diving, there will be someone on that boat who will, all right, they're not going to get out of the cage because the operator mm-hmm. won't like, but there's so many I see, will will still stick their hand out of the cage yeah. to try and touch that shark. I mean, it's interesting, you know, you, you you're there, Probably, maybe only the one time in your life you're going to be next to some, you know, four meter, five meter great white shark that's literally, you know, a meter away from you within touching distance. I can see how tempting that would be. You know, a good operator would say, 
out of the water. You're off this, you're off this trip. You know, we can't take that risk. Exactly. Just to touch back on where Dirk was, that incident he was referring to was the more recent one with Ocean Ramsey and Hawaii. And that wound up turning into, pardon my French, a shit show. The Basically, the state had to come out, tow the animal out. It it wound up being inundated with these tourists who were literally jumping off of these shark diving boats. I mean, that's what they look like. A bunch of dog paddlers on the top of the water flailing around. There's tiger sharks, there's white sharks, there's multiple species of sharks that are in a natural feeding event. And you had all of these tourists being dumped into the water. And I'm sorry, I highly doubt that all of them were experienced enough on how to behave. What if just one of these animals just gave a little warning nip? It could have been a tragic event. It not only inconvenienced these animals, it inconvenienced the state to the point where they had to go out twice and tow this animal away because people kept coming back. They had to tow the whale carcass away because people kept coming back. And and it was literally like a dump and run of how many boats could get out there and dump tourists on this site. Was it right to put this information out publicly immediately for attention? I don't think so. I just don't think it was a smart move on any level. Um, It reminded Mm. me of when I was a kid and uh, my father was a dive master. We would go out to Christ of the Deep in the Keys. And as soon as those boats would show up, the tourist vessels, the charters, you know, we would hightail it out of there because they would literally dump 30 people in the water Everybody'd be at the top splashing. It was very invasive. You know, there's no authenticity in it. Yeah, but I think that is is not the 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 excitement of it exactly what a personality like that is is looking for. I mean, you used to get this on those old Air Jaws shows. Well, like, I remember the one, I forget the guy's name, Rocky someone, um jumped onto the back of the whale carcass with yes. his with his GoPro. Early, early GoPros. Yes. But like, you know, we're there next to it. We're watching these sharks feed on this whale carcass. I'm going to go jump on the back of it. And he's slipping around. I and know. You can almost hear his shoes squeaking. It's like, what are you doing? This is crazy. But it was for TV. That's what it was done for. Exactly. Is it, you know, is it any different now? No, it really, it, it really isn't different. And when people focus on Ocean Ramsey, when it comes to these photographs with the white sharks, the reason her photos are chosen is oh, because yeah. they are the most prolific. Yeah. You know, that was the choice. She chose to put that out. She is probably one of the most prolific female divers or shark divers per se. Just like Chris Fisher is probably one of the most prolific shark tagging organizations, O-Search. It is what it is, but I don't think the article was a personal attack, nor do I think the opinions are a personal attack on Ocean Ramsey as a person. It's just she's an example and um, she made herself that example. I thought it was a really good article. The article was spot on. Yeah, I thought Javier was was absolutely. You were right to keep that there and and keep that running because we do delete a lot of Ocean Ramsey posts. We do delete a lot of old search posts. So I, I hats off to you, Javier. I think it was the right call to leave that there. Yeah, it did, it did generate some discussion, some debate, and we're talking about it now. So it obviously has done something. One thing that, that they was 
discuss about the the feeding, the natural feeding habit of animals, right? Melissa mentioned that there's natural con uh, natural environment feeding environment, and there's also control feeding environment, right? Which you see in cage diving, you see in the Bahamas, you see in other places that people dive with sharks or any other animal. You have to recognize the difference that when you're upsetting the natural events, it's different from when you see it in a controlled environment, which it's still in the natural, it's in the ocean, it's still, Bahamas still a wild place, but still, it's, those sharks are, are used to people so much that they all have names, they all have uh, uh, personalities, they all, they recognize who is who. They leave, they go do whatever they do, and they come back every every time. Why? Because they, they think that they're going to get fed uh, really by couple of tunas or a couple of uh, whatever they giving them. No, that's not their, their main uh, food source. They they just come because they know it's going to be food there. They're not dumb either. So they, we take advantage of that situation. But it's a control environment. And still people got hurt doing that. People have died doing that. So you put the natural, completely environment of a feeding, like a natural feeding from a whale carcass or any other uh, animal that is dead in the, in the ocean. You see sharks around, that you're playing with fire. And you're really putting yourself in a situation that what you what you're trying to accomplish by putting a positive light on the animal, you're gonna put a negative. Yeah. And then because if they cancel, if they find the 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 operators, if they decide to the government go, you know, no more cage diving. That's it. You know, we're doing a we're not gonna do this because there's too many people uh, risking their lives and there's people get, getting hurt all over the place. You don't want to see that. It happened. It happened in uh, New Zealand, didn't yeah. it? New Zealand exactly. banned cage diving after those yes. squad incidents. They've just, I believe, they've just uh, reinstated them. Uh, I believe, like literally within the last week or so, that they are now cage diving again exactly. in New Zealand. But that was that was banned outright. Yeah, yeah. I, just, yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah, I, I just wanted you talk, you're talking about just, I mean, diverting slightly to tiger sharks. Do you remember that incident in Fiji? Uh, the the tiger shark actually, there was a bunch of divers, you know, waiting for the sharks to be fed, and one of the tigers actually snuck up behind. He went for his head, right? And went for his head, and actually, actually went for the top of the cylinder. That's that's where they. I've I've, I've seen that before, and I've I've nearly experienced that before as well. They they seem to be attracted to the top with a with a with a demand, you know, with everything attaches to the to the tank, and um, it seems to really attract them. And that shark could have bitten that person's head literally off. And uh, they, they were extremely lucky. Those there were about four, or five shark handlers around. Oh yeah, uh, with these shepherd sticks, they were trying to push a shark away and trying to intervene and so forth. And I, if I believe if they hadn't been around and that uh, that many shark shark handlers, that it would have been a, a fatal incident. Because I mean that shark was so close to that person's head, and that person didn't even know that. I mean it didn't. She, I mean I think it was a he or she it didn't do anything wrong. I mean uh, the person was just lying there, just you know, observing the, the the shark bait, you know, a couple of feet away and sharks were coming in and coming going and this one shark you could see it had had intentions it just looked around and it came back and it kind of flexed back again and that was extremely close and that could have been a very very detrimental incident to a obviously sharks and be the whole diving community per se but again it just shows you that they although they took precautions although they had all those safety dives around and i think it with that four or five around even then it still happened and we just don't know. I mean, you can have it. You can have a hundred great incidences, and you can have one shark that just decides, you know what? Today, today, I'm going to do something different, and you just don't know. And here's the thing: I think people also have to remember that victim. He was a male, and um, he was also a dive master. Yeah. He 
had experience and he knew how to behave in the situation he was in. If you watch the footage, you'll see he doesn't panic. If that had been me, I probably would have fully panicked. You know what I mean? Having a tiger shark, you know, on my head, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So you have to give the guy kudos for how he behaved. I really think that actually helped the handlers in that situation. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, because if this had been, let's say a newbie, or somebody who wasn't as experienced, I'm not sure you would have the same outcome. Even a lot of experienced people would still panic if you've got a shark on your yes. head. You know? Yeah, I agree. That guy was cool as a cucumber, though. I have to give him credit. He was cool as a cucumber. He behaved. Um... I think it's called paralysis, <laughs> Melissa. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could have gone wrong so quickly. That shark, whether it, it didn't really want to, it didn't seem like it was attacking. It was just curious about, you know, finding other bugs. But, but we got to realize these sharks have a mouthful of teeth that, you know, they have razor sharp teeth. They just need to nick you. And all of a sudden, it's a completely different situation. And that is always my concern about these. I mean, I, I, I think it's, you know, we can have another program one day on terms of like, you know, diving with sharks. But um, I think those incidences and, you know, leading back to, to you, know, you know, touching sharks and being with sharks, it is a risk. And I think we're getting to a point where uh, it's it's becoming fashionable again to just, you know, hang on to shark. So like, I have the question. So you hang on to this great white shark. And I have a question to those that do hang on sharks. Would they be hanging on to a tiger shark? Would they be hanging on to a bull shark? Would they be hanging on to a mako? You know what? Uh, there's a guy here, Manny Pui. Uh, that he's the guy, the shark man. I know, yeah. yes, man. He's very, it's a stunt. It's that guy is like, I mean, I used to love that. I mean, I still love the guy. It's not that, but because he he was one of the first pioneers of doing that, you know, diving with. Yes, he was. Uh, and swimming with tiger shark and, and getting grouper from the bottom, bringing it to the top. He he was hanging to tiger shark. So he did it. I mean, obviously when he did it, I, w- I was younger. So I, I was amazed and I was like, oh, all for it. But now I'm a little older. Now I recognize that you don't do that. Even him, no. Even if he's a, an expert, he knows the the animals because uh, he, he he recognized the, the the signs. You know, the, if a shark is upset or not, or uh, but still, at the end of the day, nothing comes out of that that's gonna protect. Uh, in my opinion, maybe, maybe that they're not killers, but that's it. You're still not gonna get anything across to a lot of people. Yeah, see, he's a he he's a character. Does that? He he worked on that uh, Wild Boys show with those two guys. Out of yes, yes. yes. And, you know, and it was done for sort of, you know, for yeah, fun and it was a fun show, but it was basically a jackass with animals. But I remember a particular incident where they were, they were watching uh, grizzly bears, I believe it was. Manny's with them and he, he basically tells them, you need to get out of the way. The signs have changed. The animal's behavior has yeah, exactly. changed. Get out of the way. After which he did what? He got in the water and moved towards the bear and tried to scare it off. And you could tell as much as the show was done for fun and it was an MTV show, it was like jackass, the guy clearly fully understood that animal yeah. whereas like you said you, there's a reliance here that if people are going to find it like dirk said like you said it's getting fashionable now to want to touch sharks hang on sharks yeah. touch the nose get out of the cage do whatever if that becomes a fashionable item we are absolutely reliant on a handful of operators that we just hope are have enough expertise to manage that situation because I know for a fact there's plenty that don't have that expertise and it'll be yeah. it'll be a bloodbath and it will not be pretty. So we're putting a very big reliance on a very few amount of people to manage tourist expectations because you will get someone whose wallet is as big as their ego yep. and they will they will want to pay operators, and I've heard this from my own ears, they will want to pay people to say, Can I get out of the cage? 
you're hoping that operator looks at that wad of cash and says, no, thank you, don't need it, not worth the risk. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing more beautiful, nothing more beautiful than seeing an animal without having to have a, a person right beside them. I don't need to see a picture with a shark, beautiful shark swimming around. To me, that doesn't, it, it, I, I don't get impressed by that, at least not anymore. But I just want to ask this last question to all three of you, if I can. Where do you think is the key in education or social media outlets or where, how or documentaries? How can we maybe capitalize and turn something positive out of this trend of wanting to see a famous uh, personality riding with a shark or touching a shark getting close? How, how do you think we can curb that if, the, if we should curb I'm it? I'm not really sure that we have the power to curb it. Like I said, I think it's kind of like music. We each have our own genres of music that we enjoy. I think it depends on the viewer, what the viewer's looking for out of the photos. I'm kind of like Javier. I personally like authentic settings, natural. It's a loaded question. There's there's so many aspects on how it can be like with Ocean Ramsey. She brings a lot of attention to those animals through her photography, through her videography. But does that equate to getting people to make public comments towards policy with government, state and federal, so on and so forth? I'm not sure how you put the two together because it's so difficult to understand policy. It's all legal terminology. So a lot of times it turns people off because the first few sentences scare them off immediately. I think that if there was more attention put towards some of the stuff going on with the animals along with the photography, I think that helps. But in the end, it's really up to the individual advocate if they're going to take action after seeing the photo. My personal opinion is we have more people who are in it for oohs and ahs than they are to actually get involved in um, the advocacy and the boots on the ground and so on and so forth. I wish there was more push towards policy and not petitions, actual policy. I mean, anyone can write a petition. A lot of the petitions go nowhere. Something towards actual policy couple the the social media videos and posts with further sort of understanding and education of the policy needs. You know, when it comes to commercial fishing and stuff, a lot of it's regulated worldwide. So getting involved with your state and federal policies is really kind of important. And um, you can always petition these agencies towards change also. You do have a very good understanding of that area. So if we do have members who are listening to this podcast or or on the group already uh, or joining the group, if, by all means, if you come and fire some question around that kind of topic to Melissa, I guarantee you you're going to get a very a very educational debate and, uh, and information coming your feel way. Feel free. Anyone, feel free to contact me. I can help you set you up for the NOAA alerts in the U.S., where you actually get notifications on what's going on in the Highly Migratory Species Department, which is our sharks, you can actually take part in public comments and forward actual change. It's a tough subject, but it's a nice subject in the end. And you're actually taking part in something real. It's not a like on Facebook. It goes further than just liking a picture. You know, so anybody, feel free to reach out to me. I have no problem with setting you up with... uh, People in your area, whatever it might be. By the way, that was Jersey Power Fool, baby. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so like Melissa said, that's a very, it's very difficult 
to answer just one way because there's so many angles that come from there's so many branches that come out of that question just if you because like i said you could make probably a podcast for every single branch that comes out of that question there's people that already made up their mind about what they want to see right the all that they want to do there's people that when you they see a picture of that or a video they go oh I'm, I want to do that. I'm doing it. I don't care what anybody says. I'm doing. I want to do it. I don't care. I want to do it. And you see that? And those people most likely are just hot asses that just want to say they're gonna do it, even though they, they have no idea that what is entitled to do that. But they 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 say that with ignorantly saying that they would do it. But at the end of the day, there's people that will listen and will catch the attention of a comment like Melissa Marisa today or Dirk or you or me or anybody else that posts the question on, in the page or any other chart page around. The key is to make sure that you understand that if you just click on a picture and just like it for what it is and don't go beyond the, the information that might be behind that picture, you're only seeing one little side of the, the equation. And that's not really, to me, it's not going to help the chart in the long way. It's just going to be another click on a picture, another like in a picture, which i done in other places. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. But maybe something that is not as important, nothing that has to do with policy or that will will help shark or any other species that I might be advocating for. So at the end of the day, to me, it just comes to you could change one person's mind to to read up on something more than just the picture. Dirk, any final thoughts on this topic? Going forward, it would be good that we set standards in terms of you know what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, and trying to uh, guide behavior going forward with that. My concern is that we are putting people at risk uh, by by others promoting this kind of a behavior. I think it's it's uh, it's a bit reckless, and I think it's, it's it's a bit dangerous. I think we're not getting much out of the conservation aspect of like you know hanging onto a shark. It's, I, I don't feel has got much to do with protection or conservation of the species, and it's more an opportunity to, to, uh, to see, hey, you know, here I am, I'm you know I'm I'm hanging onto a shark, um, and I think we need to maybe put a stronger point out there that um, you know we need to a respect the environments. These are and remind many uh, uh, people as well. These are a Predators and they're not to be messed with. You know, sure, yeah, you can swim outside of the cage with them if you know what you know what to do and how to behave. And if you experience, you've got other experienced divers with you, like the incident with Ramsey or Hawaiian. I mean, she had experienced divers around her as well who took the pictures, who took the, uh, the the videos. But then there were a whole bunch of people swimming around the surface as well, which uh, you know, for me was you know, when I saw that, I thought that's like a dinner bell ringing. It's that's the kind of concern that you know I, I fear that these images and these this, this topic brings about is that people lose the respect and the fear of sharks to a point that they actually start putting themselves in danger. That's something that I just really want to clearly clearly make, you know, put out there that these people swimming with with these sharks are experienced, they are professionals, they do it for, you know, the the reasons that they do it, but it does not mean that anybody who can just jump into the water and nothing's going to happen. They're not whale sharks. These sharks are apex predators and they they can bite and they will bite one day and uh, I just hope that by that time that we've actually sensitized the public to a point that they understand what happened and the reasons why it's happened and the people were foolish and they 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 shouldn't have taken the risk that they did. So yeah, I just want to end up on that. That uh, you know, I just hope that everybody stays safe and that we respect these sharks and we're actually going to work out for conservation and protection of the species versus just a glamour shot. Excellent. 
Okay, well, we're just about out of time here on this third episode of the White Shark Interest Group podcast. Um, if you do listen to this and you're not already a member of the group, as you join the group, we often ask a, a question as you join, saying, why are you interested? If you have come there via the podcast and you're not currently a member of the group, give us a shout out on that question when, and say, I heard the podcast and that's why I want to join. Uh, it'd be really cool to get some feedback that, you know, anybody who's heard this on other sources, we are available on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, tune in wherever you get your podcast from. You can find us on a regular basis now. I want to give a thanks to Dirk, Javier and Melissa for joining today. Have a good one. Cheers. Stay safe, everyone. So until next time, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you in the group. Bye.